Ladies and gentlemen, here's Shirley Lin with In the Spotlight. I think a big lesson from that uh, experience was that you don't look at things just on the surface. You try to understand the cause or what's behind the, the surface. Try to find out what's going on before you make any judgment. That is a lesson that has stayed with me for my whole life. Welcome to In the Spotlight. I'm Shirley Lin. That was Chenny Lin, the Associate Vice President of Strategy and Investment at Light On Technology. Last week, she was talking about how she emigrated to Tokyo with her family when she was just 15 and not being able to speak English. She did well in school when she was in Taiwan, but she never thought that she would end up in a school in Tokyo, which turned out to be my alma mater too, not being able to do what she was supposed to do as a student just because she couldn't speak English. She said, if it were somebody else, she would have thought, oh well, I guess she's just stupid. So Chenny learned a lesson as a result of what she went through herself. Chenny later. Went on to Wellesley College in Boston, in the States, which was also my alma mater. After college, Chenny was here and there, living in different countries. Like after coming back to Taiwan for some time, she was off again to the States for one year, and then later Beijing for two years, and now at Light On in Taiwan for eight years. Today, as we continue our interview, I asked Chenny if she knew all this was coming. One year here, two years there. And so on and so forth. No, life is an adventure. <laughs> it is, isn't yes. it? Wait, where did you meet your husband? Was he an MIT graduate? Yeah, a you Harvard are, grad. You are so right. He's he's an MIT grad. Yes. Ah, so, <laughs> so you it's a very typical kind of thing. But I I actually met him when I was at New England Conservatory, not at Wellesley. So he he's also a he musician. A,、uh, no, no, no. He's、uh, he's an engineer. Engineer. <laughs> It's a boring engineer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But anyway, yeah, there was a period of time I really dream of becoming a concert pianist. Yeah. And I was,、um, I would like to say, I was pretty good. <laughs> you know, really. Enter competitions. I had recitals. I taught students. You know, I did the whole thing. But then I think after a while, I started getting a little bit tired of having to spend eight hours a day just by yourself in the practice room every day. You it, really went through that. Yeah, I really. It's a lonely.、Practice. It's a lonely life. It is. Yes. I, yes. Yeah. Come to think of it, I mean,、yeah. it's all the glamour and everything when you're on stage and playing and、mm. entertaining people, but. Think about all the hard work behind. Yeah, yeah so it's actually a lot of you know very tedious things、uh, that you、really? need to go through. Then I thought, okay, I think at the end I would still like to do something that's more related to people. I like to spend more time with people,、mm. and that's where I thought, okay, maybe I try my hand at business school. So ah, so that's fortunate to、uh, to be accepted by Wharton. All right. Well,、mm. good thinking. A good thing is that Wellesley College, which is a women's college, considering the fact that many colleges, a women's college, eventually turned into co-ed colleges,、right. Wellesley decided to remain a female women's college for life. I think. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, which I think is good. Yeah, I don't know what、yeah. everybody else thinks, but、um, no, I think so too. Yes, it's、so. a prestigious college, and、um, you know, it continues to produce. Really、uh, amazing women.、Mm-hmm. I think that's what Wellesley teaches us. Really,、right. try to be yourself and、yes. don't let others influence you.、So. If it weren't for Wellesley, I wouldn't be here today doing yeah, radio, which、yeah. I never, never thought I was going to do. <laughs> and then Chenny wouldn't be.、Uh, you went through a whole line of different it, exactly, work. Exactly. Yeah. 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 What was your first job, and what did it entail? 
Okay, um, maybe I should start uh, from my first job after my business school education, mm -hmm. and that is uh, it's a consulting firm called McKinsey and Company. It's by the way the oldest consulting firm in the world. It's actually the, also the largest. It's quite well recognized by the business world. I guess I was lucky to be recruited by McKinsey's Taipei office, so I came back to Taipei with that job. You know, I read online about an interview. I think yes. it was a print interview that um, some magazine, I think. And you mentioned about the fact that um, the very, very first project that you took over when you worked at McKinsey. Now, I'm not sure if it was the one in the States or when you okay. started in Taiwan. Okay. Where you said um, you worked your head off <laughs> on this very first project having to do with um, Maria, shipping. No, oh, it's you shipping. Read, you read that article. Well, oh, that, was, that, was about, that was as far as I did yeah, 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 reading because yeah, yeah, yeah. it was in Chinese. Yeah, it that was. <laughs> and uh, how you worked your head off for two weeks. That's like right. Like going through many sleepless nights and everything. Yes. But you learned two things from that. Yes. One was that you should Ask for help. That's right. That's right. When you right. needed help, instead of trying to do it on your own. <laughs> and I forgot what was the other thing you said. Tell us about that. I don't experience. remember either. But that was uh, that was quite an experience. Yeah, McKinsey is a very demanding place, and basically they just uh, you know they throw you in the pool and expect you to swim. <laughs> so I went in there. I did this first project as you mentioned, and uh, yeah, that was another. I mean, talking about going through all sorts of shocking experiences all my life. Right? So that's another one. That's like. Well, I thought I was a smart person. I thought I could do things. No. <laughs> now, obviously, this is going to be a huge challenge, and I, I don't know if I can make it. So, uh, yeah, I think at the end, you know, um, somebody, again, took pity on me and, and basically guided me through the work. So I was able to, uh, to finish that. But, uh, yeah, big lessons. First, always ask for help when you think you cannot do it alone. And what was the second one? <laughs> Maybe the second one was perseverance or something. Don't give up. Don't don't lose uh -huh. faith in yourself. Something like that. Right. Yeah. I don't know if it's kind of the Chinese education or mm. you know the kind of Taiwanese parents' um, high expectation, or whatever. Somehow we made to think that if we want to be good mm. in the business world, if we want to look good in mm. the business world. Mm -hmm. You know, we need to be tough. Mm -hmm. We need to do it on our own and mm -hmm. show that we can do it on our own. When actually it's humbling, but right. it's also you win respect from people if you say that, you know, I'm stuck. Mm -hmm. I, I need help. Mm -hmm. And actually win more respect from your colleagues, right? That's definitely from your true, yes. Yeah. And at the end, the team succeeds, right? The, the team does not fail because you cannot do your part. Yeah. So that is... Uh, it's important to even just not think about yourself, but in consideration of the team's overall success, you should ask for help when, when, uh, when the time is, right. is correct to do that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, it's okay. Sometimes we learn things the hard way. Right. But right. you learned it right. from that very first project. Right. So I don't know. You give me the feeling that you're a very independent person. Mm. Very. Uh, are you a perfectionist? <laughs> Would you call yourself? A I. Uh, I guess I try not to. Maybe <laughs> I used to be more of a per perfectionist. I believe I was, yeah. and I think yeah. I still am. Only a little better now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's sort of ingrained in our DNA. But right. uh, I think over the years, I I learned to relax and think. Okay. Time will take care of yourself. The solution will come no matter what, and mm -hmm. and I think it really helps because for for I guess for people like us, you know, sometimes when you're more relaxed, you actually achieve the results that otherwise uh, you wouldn't have.
You're listening to In the Spotlight with Shirley Lin. Which of your parents is the more demanding one? The one that expects a lot from you? They're both? <laughs> well, what's the background? I mean, what, they, what did they, what was their work? My over? father was a marine engineer and oh. he later joined a shipping company. So that's his, his background. My mother was a teacher in in uh, oh. public school. I was just thinking yeah. that maybe one of them is a teacher. Yeah. Okay, you got <laughs> it right. Yeah. I so, see. Yeah, so they are pretty traditional. Um, they don't express their f- affection openly. You know, of our, our so generation. So much like my father. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's our generation. <laughs> but uh, no, but I think they they gave me the opportunities to see the world. They gave me my education. They gave me, you know, basic qualities to work with, so I'm yeah. really grateful. Yeah. All right. Yeah. What about your current job at Lighton? Mm-hmm. Um, you've held the same position for eight years, or um, no? Actually, I joined Lighton first uh, eight years ago as a special assistant to then the deputy CEO of uh, Lighton, who is actually now the CEO. I was supposed to work on strategic investment at the time, but at that time, Lighton actually just made its biggest acquisition ever. It just bought a, a Finnish company, actually. It's a company that makes a casing for the handset. And it's a Finnish company, so you can imagine at the time it was a supplier to Nokia, who at the time was the biggest handset company in the world. So um, in my first week of my job, I was asked to fly to Finland to work on a post-merger management. So we did that, and we did the turnaround strategy. We did the... Uh, I got so involved, basically, I decided to just transfer to that. To that company, so oh. it, it was a hundred percent owned subsidiary of uh, Lightarm, but it, it operated as an independent company. So eventually, I, I joined there first as a chief strategist, and then later I jumped into sales myself. So I, I was uh, head of the business development. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What exactly is involved with um, chief strategist? Uh, stra- chief strategist. I mean, what do you, what yeah, do you because exactly? when we bought the company, it was in uh, not very good shape. Uh, it was not competitive enough to be profitable. So we basically designed a whole program on how to turn the company into a profitable one. So we started out with uh, um, manufacturing footprint. Um, it had factories in Europe, which had a very high cost base. So we actually closed down a couple of the factories there. We moved the headquarters from Finland to Beijing. And that's why you went that's to Beijing That's why I went to years. Beijing. Yeah. I see. Yeah. And we replaced just about the whole management, the top management. And you were not married then? I was already married. Oh, wait, (laughs) so your whole family moved to Beijing? Yeah, actually, we we moved to Beijing for two years. Because of your job. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that that was, uh, it actually was something I'm I'm pretty proud of because uh, we turned around the company successfully. So for a few years, it was actually doing pretty well. But then the major customer, Nokia, um, started its decline. So, yeah. so unfortunately, we have some more challenge to face. But yeah, that was a good experience. So what exactly does your job, mm. your current position involve? I mean, what kind of things do okay. you do? Yes. How many people do you um, watch over? I, I don't have a big team. Our okay. team is um, four or five people. But as head of strategy investment, um, it's actually two functions, strategy and investment. As uh, uh, For the strategy part, I work with my company's top management to define the overall direction of the company. Um, Lightdown is actually very diversified. It has many product lines. So for us, portfolio management is, uh, is important. But then once we define the strategy, then the investment part will fit in uh, because it's a strategic investment. So if these are the product lines we want to grow in, then 
maybe inorganic growth would be a uh, major driver. Mm. So we proactively look for targets for acquisition and we recommend to our business groups and we work together, we do the acquisition and we do the most uh, post-acquisition management and monitoring as well. So. You have a big responsibility I light on. <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you. But it's a fun job. It's, uh, it's yeah. uh, Looks like you enjoy a lot of different things every day, you know. Looks like you enjoy so, what you do. Yes, yes, yeah. I do. Yes, I do. How do you balance so, between family and work? It's a challenge. I'm sure <laughs> you understand. Um, so, oh, my, my kids know. are more grown up now. <laughs> I think family support is extremely important. Oh, I think very. I'm lucky that uh, my parents uh, live nearby, and my my daughter actually is, is quite independent. So sure. after school, she goes to my parents' house first, mm -hmm. have dinner, and do homework and all that. So when I go home, she's basically done. That that really helps. <laughs> so, and, and what time do you get get home usually? Uh, usually maybe seven, eight ish. At uh -huh. night. I, it's not too bad actually because okay. now in you know internet world, I can put my kid to bed and I I still I get back on my computer and I do things. So oh, you bring work <laughs> home. Oh no. What's the first thing you think of when I say some place you want to be by yourself? I would say top of the Yushan Mountain. Top of the Yushan Mountain, which yes. is the tallest mountain in Taiwan, in Taiwan. and also in Asia, actually. That's right. That's right. Um, but have you ever been up there? No. No, it's your dream. <laughs> it's my dream, yes. I can't believe it. You're that athletic? No, not really. But, but why I guess that's give why it's, a, it's good to set a goal, right? Set a <laughs> stretch goal for yourself. So Really? Yeah. Well, you better start a workout now. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> is this for real? Really? I think so. I would Don't like to invite do that. me. Yeah. All right, <laughs> Don't all right. invite me to go yeah, with. I hike a little bit, but I'm not I'm by no means a professional. But really? uh, I should really start exercising, especially after the new year. Oh, yes, I know, I know. <laughs> right. We all gain a little bit. So, wow, you mm. said, of course. I mean, yes. that was probably the most lonely place to be <laughs> if you want to. <laughs> Time to but find some, yeah, place to find some solace, I guess. Right, yes. right. But also, it's probably the most beautiful view they can mm. get from the top of Yusan, which right. is also known as the Jade Mountain. That's right. Well, it's been such a joy talking to Chenny. Likewise. And um, I, I know that we're going to connect more now that you right. know, we're alums and there's so much to talk about and reminisce, but uh, okay. good luck with your job. Thank you so Just, much. Just uh, <laughs> stay healthy. Yes. Don't overwork yourself. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank Shirley. you, Chenny.